Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Act Council. Uh, hi, Columbia. You listen KCOU 88.1 FM. Have a groovy time. You 88.1 FM. Start your Sunday. Start your Super Bowl Sunday. February 13th, 2022. Alongside out of the bullpen. Yeah. David Campbell. Dude, I might get I so loud right now. <laughs> Turn that down. <laughs> Second time on Start Your Sunday. Third, maybe. Second time. I, ble- eh. I came on for an NFL free agency episode last yes. year. Last late February, I believe. This is actually um I don't, I don't, I'm assuming we're not supposed to talk about this, but I know that um, you've talked to me about replacing Liddy, and you know this is, <laughs> the, this is the episode where I'm supposed to do that. You know, Jonathan Litskin has been replaced. Oh, sorry, so sorry, sorry, replaced. sorry, Liddy. <laughs> no, but Liddy is, I think, flying home from his hometown of Chicago, Illinois. Jake Circus, the usual backup. He's like the uh, on you know, first things first, or the herd when Colin's out there. You know. Doug Gottlieb or Nick Wright. When they're not there, Jake's not here either. We bring in David Campbell. Lots to talk about on this Super Bowl Sunday. I mean, yeah. So many narratives, I feel like. There's so many narratives. And there's just so many, like, storylines. And there's so many different ways that this game could go. And no one, one, obviously, this is a stupid thing to say, but no one knows what's going to happen. You say there's a lot of ways it could go. I think it's going to go one of two ways. A Bengals win <laughs> oh, or a Rams win? Well, look at that. So let's... There are no t- ties to the Super Bowl, thank goodness. There aren't. Let's get to the bigger story, the, big, the bigger picture, the bigger storyline. And it's kind of the career paths of two different quarterbacks. Matt Stafford played, I believe, 12 years in a poor organization in the Detroit Lions, a franchise that has won, I believe, five playoff games in almost 100 years. Including, they've been to one NFC championship that came in 1992 when they lost to the Washington football team, or now known as the Washington Commanders. Yes. He did not want to play. Big fan of that name. He did not want to play off. I'm a fan of the Commanders also. He never won a playoff game with the Detroit Lions. 12 years there, a couple playoff appearances, didn't do much. Mm -hmm. The other side of it, Joe Burrow, drafted into a crummy organization, Cincinnati Bengals, Mm -hmm. have been to the Super Bowl twice in franchise history, not since the late 80s. When they fell just short to one of the great quarterbacks, Joe Montana, twenty to sixteen on a lot yep. last minute touchdown pass to Taylor. First name, J- John Taylor. Jonathan Taylor, the running back for the Colts. Yes, Jonathan yeah. Taylor, the running back for the Colts, got the game winning touchdown. Taylor, not Trent Taylor. We'll, we'll be mentioning Trent Taylor at some point today. But the fact that you need a good team, a quarterback can win in a, a bad situation. I said for the last year or so, whenever talking to Bengals fans or people in general about Joe Burrow, is that, yeah, he's a great quarterback, but I think he'll be held back by the organization. I, the quarterback I always compared him to was Matt Stafford. Since yep. the moment he was drafted, I said, I can see him having a Matt Stafford career arc where he's just on a really bad team, a bad organization, and he'll always be held back. I have been proven wrong. Matt Stafford 
is in a Super Bowl. And Joe Burrow is also in a Super Bowl. <laughs> but just in two completely different ways that I thought. Joe Burrow carried a team that has been the worst team in the NFL, one of the worst run teams in the NFL that hasn't won a playoff game in over, what, 20 years? We remember the whole thing about no one has ever sent a text message about a Bengals Super Bowl or a Bengals playoff win in that matter. Joe Burrow has won three in a row in three different stadiums. He beat the Raiders by seven, beat the Titans by three, and beat the Chiefs by three. And he has the Bengals in their first Super Bowl in over 30 years. Mm-hmm. And Matt Stafford has defined his own odds. There he has plenty of haters, but even the biggest Matthew Stafford critics, including the ones sitting right across from me, <laughs> cannot deny he's had a very good postseason, especially yeah. the first two games. He's played very well. Not as well in the third game, but he's, down, he's played very down well. 10 with less than 10 minutes to go, took him right down the field, led a couple scoring drives, mm-hmm. they won the game by three. Made a game-winning throw against uh, to Cooper Cup. And, yep. um, and that the big pass to Odell Bay. Beckham. Against CB, you know, so, um, yeah, I mean, like I, like I said, like, you know, people always say, oh, look, I, yeah, I've been I've been labeled a Stafford hater a couple times. Um, I think he's overrated. Uh, however, there are a lot of people out there who think, oh, you know, he's just Jared Goff 2.0 because he's being very successful in the Rams system. I disagree with that because Jared Goff does not make that throw against, to, to Cooper Cup in the divisional round against the Buccaneers to put them in field goal range for Matt Gay. Yeah. Stafford's been great, man, and you know he's been he's been really good. And obviously, we'll talk a lot of Stafford. But for the thing with Burrow, you know, um, going into this season, I didn't think the Bengals were going to be good because I genuinely thought their roster was just overall pretty below average. I had them at six and eleven. I I I probably had them. I think around the same too. I could probably actually check. Um, I was going to ask you where you had the Rams. I had the. I know I had the Rams uh, up there because I like the Rams, but the Bengals. I literally. I thought the overall roster was was honestly pretty brutal because I thought, you know, I'm, I'm looking at Burrow. He's great. I, I think Burrow could be really good. I thought, you know, Mixon's really good. He's a top seven back. I think Jamar Chase has a lot of potential. Obviously, the drop issues, but I didn't really look into that. I thought he was still going to be really good. Higgins had some sh- showed some signs last year. I think Tyler Boyd is quite possibly the most underrated receiver in the NFL. So you have a lot of weapons. You have a lot of explosiveness. But can you get to go line to protect them and get the, defe- the defense to keep them – off the field, you know. And it feels like me. the or defense is bought it, in. You know, whatever. The defense kind of bought into what they. It was a bunch of veterans who kind of came together and, you know, for a common cause. And mm-hmm. no one thought going into the year thought because none of these guys were really drafted by the Bengals. I had the Hendrickson, Rams, I had Hilton, except five. for Jesse Bates, really. Oh, a lot sorry. of these guys no, weren't. No, no, go on. I just I was going to say that I had the Rams at twelve and five. I had eleven and six. And the well, what were they this 11. year? Were they twelve and five or eleven and six? I can't remember. Twelve and five. Okay. I think. Because bless you. Thank you. For my apologies. So. Now that we're talking about the quarterbacks, I had the Bengals six eleven as well. Yeah, which this is only the second Super Bowl in the last I think ten years, where it's two quarterbacks who have never won a Super Bowl playing, and the only one other one is Mahomes versus Garoppolo. Well, if you want to count Garoppolo, because Garoppolo had won two Super Bowls, so uh, trying to think the last time that two quarterbacks who have never won a Super Bowl faced off against each other, because technically Garoppolo had two. You're right. Technically, he did. Um, so none of the Brady ones. Obviously. No, obviously not. So, uh, not like the Mannings, couple of Manning ones. So I, I guess before Peyton's first. So maybe Super Bowl forty one. Is that the last time where two quarterbacks have never won forty three? Did ben- Flacco and Kaepernick? Yeah, that's, that's okay. That's that's it. Yeah, that's, that's the last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has to be. So Super Bowl forty seven, which basically ten years ago, the last time we had two quarterbacks who had never won a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Who can gain more with a win, Burrow? Or Stafford. I, I I've thought about this for a long time. I think it's Stafford. I've really thought about it for a long time. Joe Burrow. It's still his second year. He's got his whole career in front of him. He's got a whole bunch of years of throwing touchdown passes to Jamar Chase, back shoulder fades or whatever. And you have Matthew Stafford, who is more aging, 
who has never been labeled a winner, who had to spend years and years and years with the worst franchise in all sports. So for Matthew Stafford, he gets one game, one chance, and to you know to to, to take it, take your moment, to seize your moment. Would you take it? You know, Eminem is part of the Super Bowl, so yeah, I want to sing that song him. at some point. Oh, absolutely! I can't wait for the halftime show. But I, I, I think it's for sure Stafford because, like, no one's looking at Burrow in the way that they're looking at Stafford. They're looking at him differently. Everyone's like, "Oh, Burrow's this flashy young quarterback who, who everyone thinks is like you know super sexy, super fun. You know, he's awesome. Joe Burr, Joe Shiesty. There's no Matthew. What's your favorite Joe Burrow nickname? There's no Matthew Shiesty. Um, I like Joe Burr. I like Joe Cool. I think it's like you know, kind of like kind of like kind of like um, uh, you know, with with uh, Montana, like was Joe Cool. So he's like, he, and a, he kind of reminds me of Joe. He kind of reminds me of Joe Montana yeah. a lot. So you can be the next Montana, you know. But I think it's for sure Stafford. If you're asking like who what what it means more to, because look, the Rams they lose an OC next year. They lose two of the members of their staff. They lose. They have they obviously have salary cap issues. They don't have a future in draft picks. Like I'm not saying this at the end for them. By I'm not saying that any means like what they're going to be good next year, but like. I'd be a little just cautious going forward about the Rams than and then the Bengals, who not only keep everyone that I know of and also have some cap room to sign somewhere people. A lot too. of cap room. They have like the third most in the league. I think there's a couple of different ways to look at it. One of the facts you just mentioned, I'm gonna calendar it because you kind of walked right into it. Oh boy. Let's say the Rams lose tonight. Well, I'll get to the theory at some point, but not now. How many teams right now can you guarantee are gonna be good in the NFC next year? Like what teams you know just off the top of your head, like that's gonna be a competitive team in the NFC? I've thought about this. You've asked me this question before as well, and the Rams are one of them. Yes. I, there's no Outside reason. Outside of the Rams. There's no, um, I think the Dallas Cowboys will be good next okay, year. Okay, we also know they have their salary cap issues as well. They do. They have some players who but are— But keeping Quinn is huge. Yeah. They're also I, still coaching Mike McCarthy. I would say—and they keep killing more as well. I would say Arizona, but there's been some Kyler drama yeah, lately. Yeah, you're missing a team in that division. What, you think San Fran's going to be good? Yes. With Trey Lance? I, I think so, too. I would have to agree with that. Outside of those, see, those, those are the obvious ones. Yeah. Dallas, San Francisco, L.A. I think Arizona's going to be good. You can throw year. Arizona in there, sure. I will, too. Outside of that. It's really weak. It's a lot It's a lot of gray area. Yeah. The Eagles, or who's going to be their quarterback? Because it's going to be Hurts. Where's Rodgers going? That's a huge part of it. Who's if Rodgers is in Green Bay, Green Bay is competitive, Who's Tampa Bay going to get? Tampa Bay's a great roster, but they have no quarterback. I think the Rams are in a comfortable, not a comfortable position, but I wouldn't quite count out of them getting back here. No, I'm not like counting them out. I just no, you're right. I'm not counting them out. I'm just looking at you know Stafford creates a whole like. I mean, think about it. If he loses, here comes and here comes the theory. And here comes the quarterback. Theory. So this is the theory I've been preaching for a year and six days. Ever since Patrick Holmes lost the Super Bowl last year, I went down a deep rabbit research hole for about two hours with your buddy Jake Circus. Yes. I, I'm I am the Shout out Jake I'm the king of the theory. Jake helped, yeah. Jake helped a little, but I I introduced the, the theory. Harrison Vapnick theory. What do we just call it? Harrison Vapnick quarterback theory. If you lose a Super Bowl, it is very difficult to get back. Let alone win another one. In the last 25, 30 years, the only quarterbacks to lose a Super Bowl and get back to another one is Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, and Kurt Warner. Eight years, no, nine years apart. With a different franchise. Didn't John Elway do it? No. Uh, this is this is post Elway. I'm looking at like Elway lost in late eighties and then won three. No. Well that this is since this is since the Elway one. This okay. goes back to whatever year that was, ninety four? So maybe it's twenty five years, not thirty. Sure, if you want to say twenty five years, that's fine. So no, so since Elway beat the this goes since Elway beat the Packers. 
that's when the theory kind of lives. Because, um, what's his name? Um, J- Jim Kelly lost four in a row. He, that's kind of an exception. Mm-hmm. That was pre-theory. But you look at all these quarterbacks that people would call the young, promising guys. Like Patrick Mahomes, I think, will get there one day. I think Patrick Mahomes will get back to the Super Bowl. I'd be shocked if— I'd be absolutely shocked if he didn't. Patrick Mahomes finishes with two career Super Bowl berths. <laughs> but guys like Colin Kaepernick and guys like Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson's a big one. Russell Wilson is like prime theory. He's the big theory. And you know Ben Roethlisberger lost, finally lost one. He never got back. That was yeah. Super Bowl 45. That was 11 years ago. What, what were the odds after they lost to the Packers that he was never going to get back? I know. Slim. Um, what are some of Cam Newton. Great yep, one. MVP. Gets broken in the Super Bowl. Matt Ryan. Get back. Matt Ryan. MVP. Had a fantastic year with offensive coordinator Kyle Shanahan. How great that team was. Didn't get back. <laughs> offensive coordinator Kyle Shanahan. He, he was pretty fantastic. He uh, was. 43. Uh, well, Warner lost the second one, never got back, but he was kind of old. Yeah, he was old at that time. It was, but, yeah, no one ever thought he was going to get back. Not only, I'm not saying Matt Hasselbeck is a good example, but, you know, Matt Hasselbeck had a very good year. You know, Donovan McNabb, people argue from the Hall of Fame, got to one, never got back. So many times we see quarterbacks lose these games. Never get back. If Joe Burrow loses tonight. I don't see it. I just but think the, he's— the AFC. I mean, it's You're going loaded. through Mahomes. You're going through Josh Allen. The Ravens <laughs> are going to be better next year. Mac Jones in year two. I forgot even about Justin Herbert. Maybe the Raiders or the Broncos get Aaron Rodgers. Don't want the Cleveland Browns acquire a quarterback. Don't want the Browns to get a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh. They're yeah. not going to be bad for long. That's a great organization. The Indianapolis mm-hmm. Colts, if they get a quarterback. Mm-hmm. It, I don't think the Bengals' success can be. You're not even talking about also what the, the Bengals are doing was. this year is. It feels very lightning and a bottle esque. Yeah. I just don't think they're going to be able to. I, I like the Bengals' season on this. This is a next totally year. different sport, obviously. but um, We love different sport comparisons. Good. Well, here's, here's, here's what I think. And you're going to laugh at when I say it. I think this Bengals team is very 2019 St. Louis Blues. They catch yeah. lightning in a no, bottle. I... Catch lightning in a bottle. And they've had some successes. I mean, the Blues got the play-in, lost to Vancouver. Or not the play-in, the, um, the bubble, lost to Vancouver. Lost to Colorado. And their team just isn't as good anymore, which happens. And I think that the Bengals are in a similar boat. I really do. I, I think they're just going to have a couple years. I'm not saying – if even if Joe Burrow loses this game and you had to ask me right now, do you think he'll ever get back? I'm going to say yes. I think Burrow is, is too talented. I think Chase is too talented. And I think overall the organization is in a much better spot. And I would say yes, they get back. I understand you mentioned the Mahomes, yeah. the Lamars, the Herberts. I just feel like you know this year, for instance, put the Raiders in round one. They'll put the Titans in round but two. But how many years – are they going to go and beat the Chiefs down 18 points? Not many. But like, <coughs> and but what I'm saying that, is... They avoided Buffalo. They avoided they, the Chargers. They, they lost to them earlier in the season. What if they had the they Raiders? Did. What if they played the Chargers instead of the Raiders? I'm 1,000% going to be the Bengals. Brandon okay. Staley in a playoff game would be a, a joke. Yeah, that's going to be kind of concerning. That's like, he's, like the, he's, the, he's the Cliff Kingsbury of the AFC. I disagree. I, I like Staley a lot. I Cliff is... <laughs> that was Rams minus three and a half. That wild card game was free money on the table. Yeah, no, it's it. But I, I, I mean, you're you're right. The AFC is going to be absolutely loaded for the next ten years, and it's super unfair to legitimately everyone else in the entire conference and in the, in the entire um, NFL. I, I really do believe so. I mean, you have, you have the Pats to be better. I think the Dolphins going to be better next year. Yeah, well, I think it depends what McDaniel Mike does McDaniel's. Too, uh, people love Mike McDaniel. Yeah, yeah. I, I have some different theories on McDaniel, which are we'll say for the offseason shows, but sure. It's there's a lot. What about for the coaches? Sean McVay. Was, Have you seen the McVay rumors recently? He's not. He's not retiring now. Just go to TV. His quotes were like he's a going, little. He's gonna do it at some point. His I, quotes were like really 
like really questionable. I had this conversation. This is long before my KCLU air days. This was probably around Super Bowl Fifty Three when I asked someone like, "Is Sean McVay just gonna be the Rams coach for like forty years?" Yeah. Like, is he just not gonna get like burnt out? Like, I think he's gonna go to TV eventually in the next two decades. Yeah. Before I'd say the next one decade. Yeah, that's I'm thinking way too far ahead. I think ten years. I from think now, next ten years. By, by he by, well, he, Sean McVay by be, fifty, he'll be on TV. Super Bowl Sunday for Super Bowl 66, live in the new Dome Stadium in Washington, D.C. <laughs> Will Sean McVay be the Rams coach? I'd say it's right around there. Um, I just I think he's going to go to TV for some time. I think he will, too. Like and then he's going to go, but then he's gonna go the back Gruden. to the NFL. Yeah, he'll pull the Gruden. It's just like, I don't know. Like, he doesn't have, I've never seen a quote of him. Where he has that energy like McDaniel has. I'm not saying like I'm not comparing him in terms of coaches, but McDaniel had a had a quote where it was like, "I'm going to be one of the greatest coaches of all time. Like I'm going to be." He literally said like, "I'm going to keep furthering my career and be the greatest coach I can possibly be and get a bunch of wins, win Super Bowl." That's literally what he wants. McVeigh, the quotes that he said recently when asked about this, he was like, "You know, obviously I want a family. You know, I'm getting married this summer, which is like." It's so weird that he's getting like I, I, who's he's, a coach like he's married. Right? <laughs> yeah, he's thirty six. It's like I'm getting married this summer. You know, I uh, I want to have a family. You know, I want to be a really good father and stuff like that. I want to have kids and stuff like that. And it's just like he's like I want. I also want to be able to have time for them. You know, and it's just like, this whole thing is just like dang. Like, I mean, it would be really it would it, it would puts suck. Things like perspective. McVeigh has never has McVeigh ever like necessarily had a bad moment as the Rams coach. Like a moment oh, where, that's a great question, David. I don't know when he put up three points in the Super Bowl. Well, yeah, I come on, but he got there. You know, what I'm, saying? I'm talking that, like that, I'm talking that was like the point a, I was trying to lead into. I'm like, just, I'm just talking fine. about like not like one moment. That's a stupid question. I'm just talking like every time we're like mm, McVeigh, he's a little shaky right now. You know what I mean? Like, the year after like, the Super Bowl loss, did they, they didn't make the playoffs that year, did they? No, they went nine and seven, missed the playoffs. I had Jared Goff, so you know it kind of hurts. But then they kept Jared Goff around another year. And made that was playoffs weird. last year, won a playoff game, but last year was very weird. They also had one playoff game with John Wolford. Well, like that was the game I was referring to. Wolford got hurt yeah. in the first quarter. That I was one know. of the hardest it, hits I've ever seen a quarterback take. <laughs> Next to like what the the, uh, the Dolphins quarterback Henny? It wasn't Henny. No, it was Moore. Matt Moore. And they brought in TJ for two plays, and they put Moore back in. Clearly concussed. Oh my god! I didn't know he came back into that game. Against he came Pittsburgh? back in like a, a, the next drive. Jeez, I did not know that. Yeah, that was a, um, that was a big Antonio Brown game. You know, big hits. Just watch Brett Favre in the 2009 NFC, NFC Championship. Yeah, but, but that was illegal. Very much so. And uh, finishing up here, I just think that for for McVay, I really do think this one's crucial to him. And also, there's a lot of haters of Zach Taylor. David Campbell is one of those haters. You're one of those haters. Jake Serk is one of those I'm haters. Just, I, I'm just shocked that he's I am like shocked here. that he's here. I, I said three weeks ago, four weeks ago, whatever. I'm like, someone texted me. He's like, I think the Bengals can go all the way. I'm like, dude, the day that Zach Taylor coaches in the Super Bowl is a day that I do not want to be a part of. <laughs> and I was absolutely shocked when he did. But like, props to him. And, and, you know, obviously McVay Tree, you're seeing again. Yeah. Um, that it's, McVay it's Tree. One, like, what, fifth of the league? One sixth of the league is it McVay Tree? That's crazy. And, you know, there's obviously the question of a coach versus a former, uh, a former assistant. What's that record, do you think? Former versus assistant in general? Yeah, like because this is the first time it's ever happened. The, sorry, second time it's ever happened in the Super Bowl. I'd be surprised if you got this first one. I have no idea. I did as a fact. It's um, Tony Dungy against Lovey Smith. Oh. Lovey was on Tony's staff in Tampa Bay. Um, Twenty one. But the assistant has never gotten the uh, the better advantage of his. I think that's usually the case mentor. as well. 
in the Super Bowl. You see it in college, but of course, oh, yes. you know, the NFL. That's because every college is – everyone is a Nick Saban assistant, <laughs> and no one beats Saban except for – well, it's actually happened twice this year. Jim, Jim Oak, who'd you who'd you pick again in the national uh, championship? I mentioned it every show. It's yeah. the, the Georgia Bulldogs. Oh, the, congratulations! The defending man. national champions, which I will continue to mention on every single show. As you should, man. That was, uh, that was a good shout. I'm still you. very proud of it. As you should. Um, is there like some redemption for McVeigh today? For he sure. He got embarrassed. I mean, they 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 they, they laid an egg. Is what I would say. They laid got, an egg. They got embarrassed. They didn't lose twenty to three. They didn't lose thirty three. Thirteen to three. Lost thirteen to three. Which the best I think they laid the an egg. Scored three points. They laid an egg. And people love to blame Jared Goff for that. No, I don't blame Jared Goff. It, it, was, it was just a great defensive game plan. It was a great defensive from, from The Rams had no Pats. answers. They have no answers. You're absolutely right. And they Defensively, tried, they were there. Well, there was one major mistake that McVay made. There was one blatant mistake that Sean McVay made and was, I don't want to say the word ignorant, but was too confident to step up and actually do the right thing. You know what I'm talking about? I can't say I do. Continuing to play Todd Gurley, who was nowhere yeah, near 100. No, that's that's. I didn't even think. I was thinking like one play. He I wasn't thinking about like to deny that Todd Gurley was injured when clearly for the last three games he was not the same running back. And they continued to play him over C.J. Anderson, who's playing decent football. He he was. They played Anderson a little more in the second half of that game, but they had no. Gurley couldn't do anything out there. The Patriots were not afraid of him whatsoever. No. And McVay just kept denying that he was hurt. Cam Akers today is in a similar situation. Have you you've watched the last three games? I, we were talking does about this he in the look, car. Does he look healthy to you? No, he's not like hundred percent. It's not like there's so much. Is this he a looks, chance for Sean McVay to redeem himself? It's not so much of him playing through an injury. It's 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 more of like a Cam Akers just does not look like the Cam Akers that we're gonna see. Like he that we saw last year, and he sure as heck does not look like the Cam Akers that we're gonna see next season. Next season, Cam Akers going to be great. But this season, right now, this game, I would lean on Henderson and Michelle well, way more. Henderson hasn't more. played in a while, which I'm, that's a little more concerned about. Well, sometimes, I mean, I, I'm not concerned about that at all. I mean, we've seen it all the time with like San Francisco running backs, you know, Kansas City running backs. They haven't played in a while. Someone, one time, they'll, just, they'll jump into a game and, and be great. You know, Jerick McKinnon, for instance, like, he didn't do anything really too much in the regular season, but he had two great playoff games, you know, against Pittsburgh and Buffalo. And then... Same thing with San Francisco with guys like Jeff Wilson Jr. You know, or Raheem Mostert. I mean, back in back in twenty, what was it twenty nineteen? Raheem Mostert wasn't the main back in San Fran until the end of the season. Yeah, you know? it was. Well, they had Breda. Mo, well, Coleman had the huge playoff game against your Vikings. Yes, Coleman had over hundred yards. Yes. That game. And then they started started playing Mostert a little more. And then Mostert, but yeah, then Mostert, in the fourth Mostert, quarter, Mostert. up by ten, they decided, hey, let's be a pass heavy team. What yeah. a collapse. Well, I'm just saying that, like you know, I'm just saying in terms of using different running backs. I don't think Henderson not playing is going to be an issue. But I think they're going to use more Michelle. I mean, Michelle obviously has a lot of playoff experience with the Patriots. And yep, he had one of the best two world runs ever by running. Exactly. And um, I just think that if there's going to be a game to not, like, really, like, really, really work Cam Akers, I think it's this one. I think Sonny Michelle's good enough. I think Henderson's good enough. And their passing game should be fine. I mean, you said it yourself, Harry. I mean, we both think this. I think you, I don't know where I got it from, but I think we both think this. Neither team is going to be able to run the ball. No, this is going to be a Patriots-Eagles-esque game where there's just I a lot of passes. I agree. I think that's going to be a very – that's a great comparison for uh, from Super Bowl. And it's also like one of those things where it's like these are two teams that have never won before. Or the Rams mm-hmm. won once. It was 1999 when they beat the Titans. Yeah, they won like this era pretty much is what But it's saying. like this is just – these are two pass-heavy co- coaches. I think the 
Bengals are going to lean a little away from the play action today just because I think they know the Rams know they're not going to run the ball. Rams love yeah. to do play action. They're probably still going to try it. Of course. We're going to get a Van Jefferson deep ball. Like I feel For like, sure. was that week one that he had against the Bears? We, you remember that Sunday night game at all? I was watching Eternals. Oh. The movie I still haven't seen that. It's a good film. Yeah, I'll, I really like it. I, I, I think it was Eternals or Shang Chi. I can't remember for sure. No, Eternals came out in November. It was so it had to be it had to be Shang Chi. Regardless, also a great film. Um, so yeah, I was watching that. I didn't watch the game, but Liddy said it was brutal. Liddy the Bears fan. Um, I think you're right. I gotta say as well. Talk about receiving core. OBJ and Cooper Cobb. Yeah, and Van Jefferson. All three of those have made up a receiving core who I don't think is better than, but they're I I, I don't I don't think they're Better than the Bengals one, but man, they are dang good, and they've really stepped into it. People talk about how like the OBJ signing was like super genius from the, the from the Rams. Let's not forget that like when he signed, Robert Woods was still healthy, and I feel like if Robert Woods was healthy through the entire rest of the season, then this would have been a bit of a different story. Yeah, um, I think they'd still be here. Well, it's, oh yeah, the they'd still be here. Obviously, no, it's just like I don't know how to describe it, but like in Super Bowl Fifty Three, they didn't have Cooper Cup. He got hurt in week eight against the Saints. He got hurt towards ACL at some point in the early in the season. I completely forgot about that, yeah. They really could use him in that game because Josh Reynolds was their third receiver, and the Patriots weren't afraid of not Reynolds at all. They yeah. matched him up one-on-one with like yeah. their third corner. It was like Jason McCourty was taking him. Uh, it was, yeah. What are the, the OBJ narrative? Because yeah. everyone has been... Not well, everyone. There's a lot of pro BJ's out there. Russell Westbrooking. There's a lot of pro BJ's out there. Which one? I call pro BJ. You like what did they were giving him the Russell Westbrook treatment. There were some people who were giving him the Russell Westbrook to the, uh, the I'm using quotation marks here because I do not like this word, but the, the diva, calling him a diva, you know, in, in Cleveland. And I always knew that he had the talent. And I don't know what people were like, Browns fans were pissed that they got rid of OBJ because they thought like, there's some Browns out there that thought OBJ was the problem. Sometimes quarterbacks and receivers just don't have chemistry. Yeah. Baker Mayfield and Odell Beckham Jr. Baker Mayfield and every receiver. No, Baker has chemistry with Jarvis. It's just like he he gets numbers with Jarvis. It's just like Baker Mayfield does not have Kent. Did never never did. It was never. Yeah, it was, it was, never, it was never a good fit. It was never a good fit. And I, I don't know. They shouldn't have cut him. They should have found a way to trade him. I don't. Know, obviously, it's very tough. No to one was trading for him. What I'm saying is he always had the talent, and he always um, had the, the 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 want to play winning football. That was never the issue. The issue was just he didn't have the chemistry with Baker Mayfield. I don't think it's. Very com- more complicated than that. It just didn't work out in Cleveland, and now it's working out in L.A. because OBJ is a really talented receiver. We saw for some time that, like in the NFL draft, it's like you don't need to take a wide receiver for so high because they're always so deep with them. Yeah. But if the Bengals win something, Jamar Chase is a big part of it because Chase I mean, is going to—he's already broken the most yards ever in a postseason by a rookie. Do you know? I don't know if you saw this fact. Uh, yeah, I can't remember his name. It's like who has the most receiving yards by a rookie in the Super Bowl? Oh. No, I. Oh, Which rookie geez. is the most receiving yards? I offered Jake Zirkus fifty dollars to get this right, even though we had talked. Do about I have the same before. offer? We um, talked about this player the day before. I don't think you and I have had this conversation. Was it this decade? Yes. Really? Um, I'm not sure you know who this player is. Okay. Um, but you watched the game. Of course I did. Uh, was it what Super Bowl was it? The past like three years? Past four years? No, it's in the past ten years. Okay, so it's got to be like what? Like was there a forty? Like, 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 Anquan Bolden. Uh, he wasn't rookie on the Cardinals team. That was also oh, 13 years ago. Um, but that's not a bad guess. It's not a terrible guess, yeah. Jacoby Jones? Like, no. one of the Ravens? No, he wasn't a rookie. Okay. Is there a Giants receiver? Is there a Patriots receiver? It's not a Patriots receiver. Is there a Giants Close, receiver? Close, though. 
close to a Patriots receiver? Maybe this guy played against the Patriots. Was it Jermaine Curse or Doug Baldwin type beat? Nope, like you're, that? you're on the right track. Is it a Seahawks receiver? Is it, it Lockett? Seahawks. Nope. Oh, man. Is it DK Metcalf? I know yeah. it's not DK Metcalf. Um, this guy's kind of built like DK Metcalf, but like... Just some big taking... dude. Chris Matthews. I know Four who that catches, is. Four catches, 110 would... yards, the only touchdown of his Jeez. career. I never would have gotten that, um, but I do know who that is. That's that's just, that was his only career 100-yard game, the only touchdown of his career. That's an insane trivia question. He was six-foot-five receiver. Big guy. And he didn't do anything in the second yeah. half. He had yeah. one long catch other than that. But Good for him. Well, Jamar Chase, I think Jamar Chase blows out of the water today, respectfully. But so, back to my original point. Yeah. If he's a big part of the win, maybe Actually, maybe teams will be like, maybe we should be drafting wide receivers high. Because I mean, you know, certainly we a get take. a generational talent, a wide receiver like Jamar Chase, and maybe in a draft from now we can have another generational prospect, a wide receiver. Oh, my God. In one Jackson Smith and Jigba. Yeah. <laughs> the greatest wide receiver to come out of college football, even better than Jamar Chase. Many, many would argue that. Up there with Chase and Justin Jefferson is. Well, JJ's awesome. Man. They were all, but also, you know, JJ went. You know where JJ went in the draft? 22. Oh, 22. Yeah. So it's like. You know where Adam Thielen went in the draft? Undrafted. He didn't. You know, we're, you know, there's a lot of guys who I mean it's a two way street. Obviously you find really good talented receivers. But you see early a guy on. like Jamar Chase out there. I would say you find more talented receivers like in other parts of the first round than the top ten picks. We also have drafts where you take John Ross, Mike Williams, and Corey Davis are three top ten picks in the draft. You can you can defend the the Williams pick, the Davis and Ross. Williams was okay. Williams was really good in college. He was, but like he like, he, hasn't than, pan, he hasn't panned out to a top ten pick. Yeah. I'm sorry. He just hasn't. People think he's great, and he's okay. I mean, he's just a jump ball receiver who goes up and gets it sometimes. By the way, totally, totally off the top of here. Keenan Allen, super overrated. I agree. Yeah, I think not the point. Hunter Renfro, underrated. <laughs> a really funny text from Ethan Cole that I want to talk to you about because um, it was. A, I, I don't know if he is or not because it's funny. He's last time the Dolphins were in the playoffs, Bud Dupree and then Matt Moore's career. Yeah, <laughs> so I wonder if he's listening. I hope so. Um, <laughs> I think I know the answer to this question. Okay. But I'm going to ask regardless. If the Bengals take Penny Sewell over Jamar Chase, are they here? No, absolutely not. No chance they're here. No chance they're here. And I'll, and I'll admit that I'm wrong about that. Absolutely no chance they're here. Let's honestly think about this, right? In terms of, in terms of just like, weapons alone. They don't win alone. the Chiefs game. No, well, the, the not, first, not, even first that, not even that. Not even that. Not even that. But let's look at this. Like Last year, the Bengals were 2-6-1 and one when Burrow went down, right? They had Burrow, and they had Mixon still, and they had Higgins still, and they yeah. had Boyd still, right? I mean, you take out AJ Green, you put in Jamar Chase, and the old line's a little different. The defense is obviously different, but like in terms of just the offense, that passing attack has completely changed with one player, Jamar Chase. It's just a different look. They became the most explosive passing offense in the NFL because of one player. We'll go to the break after this, but what is what should the Rams' defensive strategy be today against those three very great Bengals receivers? Yeah, you know it's obviously they, tough. So it, it's tough. There's a couple of options. There's a couple of options. Well, they. Maybe put Jamar. Or do they just go easy Jaylen. money? If Jamar they, if on Jalen. If you can take Jaylen away Jamar, Jamar, I or, think it's easier to take away the other Or two. you double team Jamar with maybe Darius Williams. I and have to double bring team a safety Jamar. over. Yeah, and let, then have Ram, go. have Ramsey go take away Higgins. Yeah, I. I it's tough. There's a couple different ways to look at this. Um, I think Ramsey's a guy. You know, very clearly the best corner in the NFL, yeah. and he's totally rising up the ranks of one of the best quarters to ever play the game. Yeah. Um, he loves to invite the challenge. And he loves – look, obviously, the thing is, right, if you double-team Jamar Chase on every play, like, you can do that, but you don't actually do that every single play. Yeah. So, if, if – but if, if, if Ramsey can legitimately – he can. He has the potential to and the, the ability to 
take away Jamar Chase for an entire game. He, he does. That's how good Jalen Ramsey is. I'm not saying that's not how bad Jamar Chase is. Jamar Chase is a top five receiver. But I think Jalen Ramsey just has the ability to take away Jamar Chase. And if you can do that, I think... I understand the wanting to just like have to bounce, you know, bounce out your resources, try and take it all at once. But I think if you take away Burrow's top target, his right hand man, then that's going to leave so much different mayhem for the rest of the offense. Yeah, like there's. Well, don't get me wrong. Higgins and Boyd are really, really good. Boyd out of the slot might be the best slot receiver in the NFL. One of, well, it's probably Cooper Cup, but you know, one of the better slot receivers in the NFL. And then Higgins is really great. You're also Boyd. Yeah, like he hasn't had that breakout game. No, but that could be it. Higgins has been great. I think. All year long, when he's been called upon, he just hasn't been that much. I think that he had a huge game. I also don't think Darius Williams is that bad necessarily. No, I think he's good. He's yeah, I think he's pretty good. He's a good cornerback too. Who's their third corner? Um, I know this. I totally know this. Give me a sec. It, it left my head. I know this. It's some small dude. I'm looking it up. I, Taylor Rapp. No, he's a safety. He's safety. And then obviously Fuller's hurt. The safeties um, are Rapp and Weddle. It's David Long Jr. Yeah. I could have said that. So he, we'll I probably see that. him, a lot of him versus Boyd. And I was he's like, good. I just took Williams on Higgins. But Higgins, They're also, we're, Higgins we're, is a lot bigger than We're going to see a lot of three safety looks with obviously Weddle back in the mix. Yeah. You who's, know. The, who's their third? Uh, Nick Scott. Yeah. And then Rap's awesome. So, you know, I mean, look, they ideally, the thing is as well, right, you know, Burrow and the way they're going to play is they're going to try and take away. Jamar Chase and take away the quick throws to Jamar Chase, the back shoulder fades. And Ramsey's just so good against that. I don't think Burrow and Higgins have the lightning and a, the lightning connection that you know Chase and Burrow do. Burrow and Chase do, you know. And I think if if the Rams are going to rely on, of course, Vaughn and Aaron Donald and Leonard Floyd getting pressure and making Burrow to have to make quick decisions, which if they can stop Higgins from getting open within the first three seconds of a round, I think the Rams can have some success. Defensively. Quickly, the backside of that. Rams wide receivers versus the Bengals secondary. I'm oh expecting this could be a whole. Uh, excuse me, this would be like a whole um, a whole crazy conversation. Hilton here. versus Cup feels like the only obvious one. Hilton great slot corner, Cup great slot receiver. Eli Apple versus OBJ. That could get very concerning <laughs> for the Bengals. Apple wants it too. Oh, he, Apple tweeted us like, "I know OBJ, I can take him." Eli Apple is like the NFC's version or the the older version of Rashad Fenton. Like that's like his idol. Like, <laughs> Fenton loves. Eli Apple. And then it's what? <laughs> Apple um, tweeted at him. <laughs> who, and then third corner. Uh, Ch- Awuzie. Awuzie's great. Versus yeah. Van Jefferson. I don't like them. I want Awuzie on, I like on OBJ. I think I'd swap. But dude, Hilton, but Apple's yeah. going to want it. Hilton versus Cup is great. The thing is, though, right? There's a lot of different ways that could go. Okay. <sighs> and the Bengals have can I, can I go on, Can I go Cooper Cup rant after the break? Uh, yeah, we can get it right for prop bets because we're going to hit the break. Do a prop extravaganza and Cooper Cup talk. KCLU 88.1 FM. Start your Sunday Super Bowl preview. My name is Chase Madison. And I'm Luke Magnanti. And we are Cup of Bro. A sports radio talk show right here on KCLU 88.1 FM. Join us at 11 a.m. on Fridays for some fun sports talk. Featuring our bro segment, where we talk about everything that happens off the field. And drink a little bit of coffee, too. So be sure to tune in to see what we got brewing up. Hi, I'm Jonathan Litskin. And I'm David Campbell. Lacey gives it to Anya. Clock goes to two. Anya, a little turnaround, and it goes! And we're the hosts of KCOU's premier college basketball show, Marathon to March. One timeout, they don't take it. We break down everything in college basketball from April to March with transfers, upsets, buzzer beaters, and more. He rifles it right in front of us to Abdul Rahman at midcourt. Extra pass. And it goes for the win! 
Follow the show for advice leading up to the best tournament in sports. Monk to tie it. Oh, impossible shot. So tune in to Merit on the Mark on Tuesdays from 1 to 2. Should you listen? Tell them, Dan. Yes! All across the nation, we are here for our communities. We're doing our part to get supplies where it's needed in order to fight COVID-19 together. It feels good to be out there to assist our community. I would like our friends and family to know that your National Guardsmen are always ready and always there. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the Missouri Army National Guard. Aired by the Missouri Broadcasters Association and this station. Hi, I'm Will. And I'm Phil, and we play in Someone Still Loves You, Boris Yelton. And you're listening to KCOU Columbia. 88.1. Lovely cushion header. Bajero! Oh, you beauty! What a headshot! What a hit! Stay in touch with all the latest soccer news and highlights from the game's premier competitions. Join me, Jack Knowlton, for Box to Box, where I'll break down everything from scores to transfers to player and club profiles and much, much more. Everything you need to know about the beautiful game can be found on Box to Box, Wednesdays at 11 a.m. on KCOU. That's astonishing! Welcome back to KCOU 88.1 FM. This is Start Your Sunday, starting your Super Bowl Sunday. Harrison Vatnick, David Campbell, host of like three different shows, Marathon yeah. of March. You heard the ad for in the break. Uh, salute your sports with Adam Busack, our good friend, and uh, Zachary Berman. And alongside uh, a new show, The yeah. American Dream with Grant Salzman talking yeah. soccer. soccer so. we are, I'm, a, I'm a multi-talented man, Harrison. We're about eight months away from World Cup, nine months away. Oh, I can't, I can't wait, dude. Early World Cup prediction. Who's going to win? Okay, uh, real quick. I have a minute here. I've thought about this for the past five World Cup champions. This is a little, little, little you know, math here. Not math, but just a little theory here. The past five World Cup champions have all been from the the, uh, the continent of Europe, right? However, all these European cha- all these World Cup champions didn't win the Euros two years before. So I don't think Italy's going to win it. And it's also been five different champions in the past, like, five different World Cups. You had France, you had Germany, you had Spain in 2020. You had the Netherlands, you know, before that. You had Italy before that as well. So you had a bunch of different World Cup champions. Everything this year, everything this year, is pointing for England to win. England, it's coming home. And honestly, I'm going to say it. I think, England, I think it's coming home. Either them or Belgium. Give me those two. Okay. Um, what do you, give me a quick, quick Cooper Cup rant. Okay, here we go. Cooper Cup is a system receiver. Dare I say it. You think anyone can do what he's doing right now? You think, I think Hunter Renfro? Absolutely. What about... Kendrick Bourne. That one's close. What a, what a great season, by the way. He had a good season. That one's close. I think uh, um, the other guy could. Jacoby Myers totally could. Kobe? Uh, here, here's what I'm saying, right? People look at Cooper Cup as, oh, this amazing top three talent at the right receiver position. He's a tight end. He lines up more as a tight end than he does as a receiver. Yeah. McVay schemes him open. So brilliantly. It's a great... Every single play. I, I still think he's a top receiver. Because no one presses a tight end. Well, Who no presses, presses a tight end? No a tight end, yeah. No one, like, plays press coverage on a tight end. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't, you don't see Jalen Ramsey... It's well, tough don't to see press a guy cup. like that. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 in, it's, in, it's really he, tough. It's just, like, a guy, like, people think he's better than, like... 
I've never seen anyone been things better than Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson might put up two thousand yards in that system. Yeah. But like Hill, I like a couple lot. Hill, JJ, um, I think Adams is for sure better. I still think De'Aaron Robinson is better. I think Stephon Diggs Don't is say better. Michael Thomas. I'm not gonna say Michael Thomas. I hate Michael Thomas. I think Stephon Diggs is better. Um, and I'm missing probably a more handful of guys. But like people like are like as well. I'm like, oh, you're just hating on him. Like, because he's white, because he is really successful and has a lot of stats, he has more numbers than JJ. Like, no, it's not that at all. I'm looking at him, and he literally lines up as a tight end, one, because he's the best run-blocking receiver great, probably you, of all you time. Wouldn't, you wouldn't see it from a guy like that. <laughs> no. But he he just, might be the best run-blocking receiver of all time. Well, there, there, were, some, there were some big receivers. Guys like Larry, even Larry yeah. Fitzgerald. was awesome, you know. But, like, the way that McVay gets him open, I'm not saying he's not talented. I'm just saying I think it's an absolute joke to say that he is – Far and away, either the best receiver in the NFL or two or whatever in the NFL. Like he puts some great stats. He's like Mike Evans, in my opinion. Mike Evans has the numbers. I don't think he has the insane talent. He just they just happen to throw a lot yeah. in that system, you know. Anyway, I I don't I don't I think he's closer to a guy like Deontay Johnson you than he's Justin Jefferson. Do you think he'd be you know still a top ten receiver? No, absolutely not. All right, that's what I was going to say. Let's get to one of my favorite segments of the year. We did this last year, back when you know Garrett Pave was on. We you know, we, I miss I think, Garrett. He's a great guy. We, I know Garrett still listens to the show. We've even talked about this kind of recently that mm-hmm. you know the Super Bowl prop bet extravaganza, most fun segment of the year. David Campbell, I have about 40 prop bets oh listed gosh. off. <laughs> I worked on this last night. Went through them. <laughs> a lot of great ones in here. A lot of very relatable ones to you. Think, think about them hard. Let's get some music going for this. Yeah, get some music going. And I'm what also gonna, I just I'm play, gonna type all these out and see if I'm gonna get I get right. Uh, what if I just started playing the March Madness theme song? We just started doing, you know, the, the game we played last week. If I get chills. Uh, well, unfortunately, Jeez. this is not. Okay. Oh, I mean, this is David this is, Campbell. This is prime. Prop bet number one. Yeah. Over under ninety five seconds. The national anthem time for Mickey Guyton. Give me, give me over. Give me over. Um. Uh. Give, I, I, give can, me over. I can just type it on here. I have the document. Okay, you got it. Then you do it. Um. Give me over. Give me over. Mickey Guyton. Great. Known as Quickie Mickey. Give me the over. It's her moment. She's gonna take it. Yeah. Coin toss. Heads or tails? Give me heads. Heads is all. Heads is always what I say. People always say tails never fails. It's an absolute lie. Tails always fails. Give me heads. I'm going heads as well. I was Can you turn it down a little bit, Mom? Sorry, you're yeah, still loud. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, always yeah. have to do it anyways. Good, good. Result good. of the opening kickoff. Touchback or not? <sighs> I know you said the past 14 to the past 15 haven't been touchbacks. 14 last 15 have been returned. I get a feeling the Bengals with the ball first. Give me Matt Gay to kick it off and give me whoever they return. Who's it, Trent Taylor or Darius Phillips? It's I think it's Taylor. I don't know. I don't know idea. I give, give me the return. Give me the return. I'm Bengals start at the 24-yard line. Playing the number. Touchback. We're due. <laughs> okay. You're going touchback. David Campbell. Honestly, you are due, but I'm still going no touchback. Over under 12 and a half people show up at our apartment tonight. <laughs> I'm going over. I think it'll be close to like 14 or 15. That's a great over-under, by the way. I'll, I'll also go over 12 and a half. This I think includes... it's like 15. I think 15. You can get some surprises. Over. You never know what could happen. You never know what could happen. All right. David Campbell, what will the first penalty of the game be? It'll be, oh, man, that's a tough one. I'm going to say. Pass interference. I, it's got to be one of the. I'm not going to say pass interference. I'm going to say second drive of the game for the Cincinnati Bengals holding on. Jonah Williams. I think we're going to get a defensive holding. On, I like that. I think it's going to be the Rams. but Defensive holding the Rams? Well, we'll I wanted to go with a, a really bold one, go like illegal hands to face or something that. would like be that. <laughs> That'd be great. Well, like, illegal block from behind. Illegal block in the back. All right. Opening kickoff. More catches. <laughs> illegal double team block. Jamar Chase or Cooper Cup? Cooper Cup. I'm going to go Cup as well. Mm-hmm. I think Chase will get his, by the way. I don't think Ramsey's going to sh- completely shut him down, but the, um, Cup will get his. And so, so, so will Chase. But More Cup. yards. 
Odell Beckham Jr. or T. Higgins? Give me T. Higgins. Um, I think that he could have a monster game. I think he's due for one that's just 200. Almost not, not 200 yards, but pretty close to that. I'm going to go with Odell Beckham Jr. It's a good pick. It's a close one. It's a close one. More touches. Samaje P. Ryan. Oh, my God. Or Sony Michelle. So, uh, give me Sony Michelle. I think the Rams are smart enough to use him more, hopefully use him more than Akers or Henderson. Give me, give me Michelle. Next one. Over under. I like that music better, so we'll go back to it. Okay. I kind of like it too, so. Over under. Three and a half catches for Rams tight end, Kendall Blanton. Over. Give me at least like five. I agree. I think breakout, breakout player candidate. He for sure is. All right. What will be higher? Cooper Cup total catches or USA gold medals at the 2022 Winter Olympics? I don't know how many they currently it's have. So the odds on this, I don't know the number either. Odds is Cup is minus 175, gold medals is plus 145. It's I don't know how bet. many they currently have. I thought that made a bet, by the way. I'm, give me, I think Cup is like 13. Give me, give me the USA. I'll go Cup. I'm not sure how many. Hopefully hockey is the only one I care about. Yeah, that's fair. More total yards. Chase or Mixon? <sighs> mm, that's so tough. Give That's so tough. I'm going to run the ball. Give me Jamar Chase. I go Chase US, as well. USA has six, by the way. Okay, so how many? there's still a lot more events, right? There's still a lot more events. So You have USA and one cup on that one. You both have Jamar Chase for total yards. Which wide receiver will have the longest run of the game? Longest run? You have two teams that do a lot of jet sweeps. Um, Which receiver will have the longest carry? What do you also can't forget about a backward screen pass sometimes? Yeah, you know. Um, how bold do I want to go here? Um, you go Van Jefferson. You Van is the main one. Brandon Powell, give maybe. Me, give me Ben Skoronek. He's coming up later in the, the, the prop. Best. Oh, let's go. <laughs> I'm going... I'm going to go kind of basic. I think Jamar Chase is going to have one carry for 12 yards. It's fair. His over-under is three and a half rushing yards. I'm tempted to take the over. Which of these players? You have to pick one of these players to have a pick. Chio Uzie, Mike Hilton, Darius Williams, Eric Weddle, or Nick Scott? Um, Give me Cheeto. Good pick, good pick. I'm good going pick, good pick. Eric Weddle. Good, good pick, good pick. I think it would be a great narrative if you want it. Be, what? Be, uh, let's get that one. Cooper Cup's longest reception, over under, 27 and a half yards. Over. Cup gets it for like a 40. I'm going to go under. Ball. I don't know. A lot of Dickens dunk. I think they're going to have a strategy to kind of limit him in the the deep ball game. Dude, I'm like so hyped right now. Could the game start now? Could the game start at noon, please? A little big noon kickoff. Big noon. Over under, Aaron Donald total tackles, not including sacks. Are you going to give me the over-under? <laughs> oh, I, I have to make four. a mess. Okay. Give me over. I'm going to go under. Bold. Not including sacks? No, four non-sacks. More ta- more sacks. Yeah, give give me give me over. Who have more sacks in this game? Vaughn Miller or Trey Hendrickson? Uh, this is part of my theory. I'm, I'm saying Trey Hendrickson. I think Trey Hendrickson has, has a huge impact on this game more than Vaughn Miller. And I love Von Miller, a Super Bowl performer, without a doubt, a Super Bowl performer. Trey Henderson is going to have a huge game. I agree. I'm not. Bold predictions, Miller doesn't have a sack. That's a really bold prediction. I think he gets one. All right, David. Let's take a break. Talk about some college basketball. Oh, okay. More points. St. John's in the first half versus UConn or the Rams total. 
They play today? St. John's, UConn, I think at 11 o'clock today. Four um, St. John's, the first that's half. That's so close. Um, For Rams total. They're playing UConn. UConn's a good defensive team. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going Rams. Rams total. I'm going to go St. John's. <laughs> I love St. John's. UConn's a really good team. More. Odell Beckham catches or Kofi Corbin rebounds today. <laughs> Kofi Corbin rebounds. I'll, I agree. Who do they play? I believe Nor- Northwestern. I could be wrong. Uh, yeah, they're, he's for sure more than like 15, so. Jaden Ivey and Zach Eady points or combined or Joe Burrow completions. Oh, my gosh. That's so tough. Um, who's who's Maryland at home? Give me, give, that's so difficult. Give me Ivy, uh, Ivy, Ivy and Eddie. I'm going to go Burrow. Burrow with him for 30 completions today. I think, I, I think Ivy and Eddie could get like 50 points today. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going with Burrow. More, so Keegan Murray, total points. Or Jamar Chase's longest catch. Jamar Chase's longest catch. I'll go all the same. Murray has like, we'll get like 23. And I think that Chase beats that. Over under. Houston. Oh, this is a, this is a great song. Over under Houston seed and Lenardi's bracket on Tuesday, or Cam Akers catches, which will be the higher number. <laughs> um, uh, Lenardi for Houston. I'll I, go. I think they're a four. So you think well, Houston will have more a higher seed than I Cam think, Akers? I think Houston's a four seed in Lenardi's latest bracketology. And so you think Akers have less than four? I catches? think Cam will have less than four catches. Okay, I agree. Last one for college basketball. Yay. Loyal Chicago points in this game in their game today against Northern Iowa or total points in today's game. Give me more points for Loyola Chicago. I'm gonna go I would go the same. I don't know. They could score what 68 points? Oh, that one's kind of a bold one. I, I, they, could, they could get a lot of points. Who will have more touches today? Chris Evans or Daryl Henderson? Dar- ah, it should be Daryl Henderson. I'm going to go Daryl Henderson. I'm going to go Evans. Okay. Do do touches count like on kickoffs? No. Because he's their kick returner, so give me, give me Henderson. I think I'm going to go Evans 2, Henderson 1. Over under, 7.5 points for Evan McPherson. You said over. I mean, I know you're going over. I'm going over as well. My favorite part of the way. I the love day. it. I love it. I love it too. Jersey number of the first touchdown score over under 23 and a half. Oh my God. That's tough. Cause like if you're going under, so, if you're going under, so who's going to touch on the Rams? The Bengals first. So, so under is oh, chase. Under is chase cup Beckham. Yeah. But over is like Mixon, Higgins, Higgins Boyd, Boyd, Blanton. Van Jefferson's also under. Yeah. Jefferson's under, I believe. Uzama's an over. is under. Uzama's over. Give me like a Joe or Burrow rushing touchdown. I, I've been preaching. I've been telling. Give I, me a I'm trying to talk run. myself into a Joe Burrow rushing touchdown at plus 400 all week, and I haven't done it. Do it, Terry. You got it. He ran for one against Clemson in the natty. I just, because he. He could so, get a QB sneak. He could get a one-yard QB sneak. They had a third and goal, like a three. Burrow mm-hmm. did a little drop back, scored, and did a little you know, brush off the shoulder. It was unreal. Give I have me, a feeling he's going to do it today. Give me give me. It's really good odds for it. It's close, but give me under. I'd be shocked if it's not Cup or Chase, and I'd also be shocked if, if it's not one of them. Like OBJ, it's a good bet. And then a quarterback rush touchdown is a good bet. All right. Ben Skronik, catch total. How many? Four. Oh, that was the number I was saying. I'm going to go three. Okay. Over under, 24 and a half completions for Matt Stafford. 
24 and a half completions for Matt Stafford. Give me over. I will go over as well. I think it's just going to be a heavy pass game for him. Yeah. Will an offensive lineman have a target today? So remember mm-hmm. last year, the, Joel Haig had one for the Buccaneers, but the pass was incomplete. Uh, no. Yes. Who, who's who? who? Who would do it in theory? The Bengals would do it. Pull the play action of the goal line fade. Jackson Corman's wide open. <laughs> touchdown <laughs> Cincinnati. I swear to goodness. Jackson Corman catches a touchdown in the Super Bowl. <laughs> you sound like Michaels, too. Over under 70 total yards for OBJ. Rushing or receiving? Um, over. I'll agree. I think we're going to get a big OBJ game today. Could. Over under three and a half catches for Tyler Boyd. Over. I'm going to go under. Three and a half? You think less than three and a half catches? Yeah, like that's like numbers. Like hit like two of the last like three games. That's crazy. Over under 63 and a half rushing yards for Cam Makers. I'm going under two. I like I like that a lot. That's one of my favorite bets of the day. He has run for three hundred. He's run for that total. Three times in his career, the last one came 430 days ago. Yeah. Against the England Patriots on a Thursday night. Yeah. Love the under there. Van Jefferson, over under 32 and a half receiving or receiving yards. Van Jefferson over under 32 and a half. Give me the over. I'm going a lot of overs today. And I think, you know, today's a good day to bet the over, Harry. It's a fun day. Yeah. Not the total game. I like the under in the game, sort of. Uh I'll go over that. How many players will attempt to pass tonight? I don't know how many people who throw on the Bengals. I feel like Cooper Cup had a bit of an arm to him. I'm not saying he Beckham was. Has, Beckham threw a pass. Beckham can against throw. the Cardinals. Oh yeah, give me, give me, give me three, three. I have three also, but I don't think you know who my third is. Take a wild guess, because I'm kind of not confident, but I think I know who. This Hecker. Is. Yes. Yeah. They didn't do it against the Patriots because the Patriots literally played like their man defense. <laughs> yeah. And that's like it's really Which quarterback will run for the most yards? Joe Bro. Stafford does not run. <laughs> like he just does yeah, not he had run. A good Run against the Niners, but I would agree. Burrow will have more rushing yards. The simple one: more passing yards, Burrow or Stafford. Um, Stafford. I'm gonna go Stafford as well. Will Trent Taylor catch a pass today? Yes. I don't know why. I hope he does. Pat, live on the Julian Edelman role of white receivers having a big game this year. Role, unlike Wes Welker, who dropped that. Big catch that could have sealed the game. I'll go he'll have his catch as well. Which crypto company will air a commercial first? Crypto.com at minus 225 or FTX at plus 190? Crypto.com. It's in LA. There's no way it's not crypto.com. Yeah, I, it's that's the new home of the, the Lakers. Yeah, crypto.com arena. I will say crypto. All right. A little team up one here. More catches combined. Cup and Higgins or Chase and Beckham? Cup and Higgins. I go Chase Beckham. Okay. Respectfully. Well, you're wrong. So. Well, you know what? Oh. <laughs> well, you know what? We're stuck with the music. <laughs> We're back. You said Cup Higgins? I said Cup Higgins. Rams over under sacks. Two and a half. Oh, what? That's it? Yeah. Wow. I'm going over. Well, I'm not saying it's going to be like an absolutely dominant game for the Rams defensive line, but like they should have at least three sacks. I'm going under. Wow. They're going to get the ball out fast. I think you're right, but give me, give me three. Give me what, at least three. What song will we open up to at the halftime show? Here are the odds on oh a book God. that I'm maybe involved with. Okay. Lose Yourself is minus 250. I would have better that. The next episode, plus 150. Really? California Love, plus 800. That's what I like. Still Dre, plus 800. Drop Like It's Hot, plus 2200. Nothing But a G-Thang. Plus 2,800. 
Humble plus 2,800. Family Affair plus 3,300. All a good the Stars bet. plus 3,300. All the Stars would be so much fun. I think it's going to be... Lose Yourself's a good choice, but I think they could end with Lose Yourself. I bet, like, I think Blinding Lights was the number one choice last year in terms of what song to start with. This year, give me California Love. Dr. Dre rolls in in uh, whatever car he's got. I don't know what car he drives. I have a weird in. feeling it's dropping like it's hot. Could be. At plus 2,200, I think it's great value. Dun, 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 uh, NBA 2K15. Like it's hot. I, I, just hear the, I, just, hot. I just think of the NBA 2K15 intro. Okay, yeah. we gotta move. Yeah, we do. What color will Snoop Dogg's shoes be at halftime? Gold. Gold is currently plus 350. Gold. I am going with white at plus 550. It's a great bet. Oh my gosh. Total number of headlining artists. So among the five to be wearing sunglasses. One, two, three, four, five. OBJ will. No, no, no. Of the, of the halftime show. Stoop Dog will. I know. OBJ <laughs> wearing sunglasses on the Why did I say OBJ? Um, Stoop Dog will. After that, it's kind of tough. I'm going to say just Snoop. I don't think Dre does. I don't think Kendrick does. I don't think them. I'm going to say only Snoop. I'll go two at plus one. I think Mary J. Blige will. Two at plus. Wait, wait, wait. I'll go plus 250, or plus 150 at two, you say one, at plus, minus 175, so you get a better value. Okay. David Campbell. What, what will Eminem be wearing on his head at halftime? A hat? Nothing. A hood? Or a do-rag slash bandana? I think he's going to a beanie. Is that, op- is that a hat? Is that kind of I, a I hat? I believe beanie's hat. Then I'm going to say hat. I'll go... Nothing is a good bet, too. I'll go nothing. Actually, I'll say for sure hat. So he might wear that like black hat he wore at the Oscars that one time. You're going hat, I'm going nothing. Which company airs the first commercial after the coin toss? Bud Light, Budweiser, Coke, Hyundai, Skittles, M&M's, Kia, or Field? Field is like anyone else. Oh, man, that's tough. I'm going to say Fields. It's always good to bet the Field. I'm going to go M&M's. M&M's is a good bet, too. They'll have something good. At 24 to 1. So I get good odds on that. You have to minus... Yours is, what, minus 200. So... What is this? You said? Can't win. What in the world? Go back to the original. All right, a few more. Lovely. What color will the Gatorade be when the head coach gets something? <sighs> red. Red is plus 150. I like red. What's number one? What's the best odds? I'm thinking best odds is red. I'm okay. thinking orange at plus 400. That's a good, that's a good bet, but I think it's red. For the Bengals. Actually, if the Bengals do win, it'd be orange. I'm going, I'm switching to orange. You're switching to orange. Switching to orange. Fair. And there goes and the music. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. All right. Next okay, one. Okay, we're back to back to quiet. How many times will the chains be used today? Over under one and a half. What do you mean? Oh, like measured? Yeah. Um, over. I agree. They usually get this stuff right, so aren't over. Will a Bengals player do the icky shuffle during the game? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I yes. We're both going yes. Will a scoring drive take less time than it does to sing the national anthem? <laughs> uh. Yeah, I'll go. Why not? Yeah. Someone gets a big play. Yeah, I agree. We're both going yes. Will a kicker hit the upright on a field goal? Plus 300, yes. Minus 500, no. No. Field goal or extra point? No. I'm going yes. I love him. But that kick's going to go in, though. Um, Longest field goal made over under 47 half yards. Over. I will go over. I think we're getting a Van Jefferson deep ball. On longest field goal made? Uh, oh, I was thinking of a touchdown. <laughs> I'll go under on that field goal. We, don't, okay. we usually see long field goals in the Super Bowl. Uh, over under 110 rushing yards for LA. Under. No one will run. 
Yep, I'm going under as well. It'll be by air, not by land, and you can't play on sea. So, over under of times, I will mention tonight that I'm now dairy free. Four and a half. <laughs> I'm gonna go under. I'm going over. <laughs> no, you control that. So I'm gonna go okay, over I, that too. I, I, I'm, I'm disqualified for that one. Okay. Last I'm one. Still going over. Have you been paying much attention to commercials? Like, yeah, there's been some commercials I've, I noticed are going to be on. Well, Peyton Manning, both strike in the Michelob Ultra commercial tonight. Minus 165, yes. Plus 110, no. <laughs> They've been teasing that one all week. I'm going to say no. We don't even know if Peyton Manning's going to bowl in it. We don't know what's going to no, happen. No, no, it's, it, they've been teasing it. They don't okay, know if it's Okay, then, then, I'll, then I'll say... I'll still say no. There'll be something funny with Peyton. I love Peyton. I'm going no as well. Peyton Manning, the big spot, usually doesn't... Doesn't, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't really come through. All right, through. last but not least... Game prediction. Turn the music off for this. That was, right, that was a go. lot of fun. That was 20 minutes of that prop bets. All right, here we go, folks. Let me get my full What was your screen. favorite prop bet, David? By far the dairy one. <laughs> or the, uh, what are the other, how many people will have in our apartment tonight? Um, yeah. Who we got? And then a bold prediction. It's going to be a crazy game. It's going to be offensive, both sides. Burrow's going to cook. I think Stafford's going to have a great game as well. However, at the end of the day, Joe Burrow is a better quarterback than Matthew Stafford. And also, Jamar Chase is a better receiver than Cooper Cup. So give me the Cincinnati Bengals. They're going to be good enough. They're going to have the big plays. Give me the Bengals in a high-scoring game. It's going to be weird. Give me like 36-33. I came out here week one and predicted the Bengals to be the Vikings. 27-24. You did do that. I'm going to get this exact score prediction right again. The Bengals... Did not come this far to lose you're to Matt Stafford and the right. Rams. You're absolutely right. Their fans, I don't want to say the fans want this more, but I feel like they get it done. Last year, we had the home team win the Super Bowl. The first time ever. This will be the first home team to lose the Super Bowl. I've picked the Bengals all week. I'm not doing what I did in Super Bowl 50 where I picked the Panthers for 13 days and then picked the, Bengals, uh, the Broncos in the 14th. <laughs> Today, I am picking the Cincinnati Bengals. I've hit, I think, five of my last seven Super Bowls I've mm-hmm. gotten right. The two losses, Patriots Super Bowl 52, Niners Super Bowl 54. Last year I got the Bucks right as a dog. Yep, we'll the I am picking well. the Bengals to win, and this will be the exact score. 37-31. Joe Burrow throws three touchdowns, runs for a fourth, and wins Super Bowl MVP. And the Lombardi comes to Cincinnati. Joe Burrow will run for a touchdown. That's my bold prediction. 37-31. The Rams have the ball down six, driving down the field. But Matt mm-hmm. Stafford... It's going to have to be strip-sacked. Just like what Vaughn Miller did mm-hmm. to, you know, yeah, Cam, Cam Newton. Bengals' defensive line has a better day than the Rams' defensive line. That's right. my extremely bold prediction. Well, that's the show. Hope everyone enjoyed. We'll be back here next week. Recap a little Super Bowl and start the offseason.